It's Halloween morning. Blah, blah. It's the Walking Dead. <laughs> you know, this it's is the Day of the Dead. This is just like you were talking about when you were a kid trick-or-treating and your mom made you wear it like a giant winter coat over, over your costume. Trick-or-treaters all wearing hats and gloves. You don't look much like a skeleton. Don't change the subject. Too Pat Millichit is here to kick Greg Dwyer's ass. The scariest of all days. You see how quiet he is now. Hi, Pat. I'm a hair grabber. Yes. <laughs> as long as you're not a hunter. I saw you on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Glad to see you again, man. <laughs> Cage Degression XXVI. Battle tested. Is that 26? Yes, sir. All right, I suck at this new math nonsense. <clears throat> uh, and uh, you're, you're you're doing the announcing, right? Yeah, Jeffrey and I. Jeffrey and I will be doing the commentary. I was going to say that. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wilson. Wilson here. Why is it? And Jeffrey, you and I can relate to this. Why yeah. did he make your name second, Pat Militich and Jeffrey? Well, I mean, it's been it's been tough trying to. Make this guy's name relevant. I mean, he's been I on my coattails from jump. I, I mean, I, it's an everyday struggle. Yeah. But, bro. you know, I do it because I love the guy. You're trying you know to bring I mean? him up. I do. You know, I to do. where you are. I'm yeah. a lifter. I'm uh-huh. a lifter. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, you know, always the caboose. Dwyer and the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just because he's got the good hair, you know, he looks at me, do you even condition, bro? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no need. Now, you used to have really long hair. All right, oh. all right, yes. Yeah. There's some great pictures that uh, have just been reappearing on our college radio station website. Okay. Somebody who, somebody's finished raising their kids, and so they had all kinds oh. of time to go into a box of photos oh, and put them all up on the site. Yeah. He and I both look like fools. The only difference is I look pretty much the same, and he's matured and, and become like an actual person. I look like a guy who was pretending to look cool in college. So now, what school did you guys go to? Illinois State. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Was that yeah. the Cardinals? Uh, Redbirds. 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 But, okay. Yeah, Same essentially. Yeah. But there was this collection of pictures for the, a reunion, the radio station reunion. And they posted it on Facebook. And when it came to the one with me, all I know is somebody wrote, boy, those are a lot of pictures. I'm going to take, it's going to take some time for me to mullet them over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not funny. So nobody laughed. Nobody <laughs> laughed. Awful. <laughs> and I looked at him. I'm like, Why didn't you stop me, dude? Why didn't you stop me? The mullet's coming back. It is not. Don't don't. Well, how do I make a mullet yeah. out of this well, mess? Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. A magician. Well, yeah, we're both hey, follically challenged. You're so we definitely can't. well, definitely Wall Street in the front, buddy. <laughs> And the rear. <laughs> Enough about me before I right. kick all your asses. Uh, so who's fighting? What's going on? Tell us about this. Well, we, I mean, we've got three title fights for amateur bouts that mm-hmm. we're going to start the broadcast with. And then a lot of really tough local guys. And Jeff will take you through the card uh, a little bit. But uh, Josh Neal, a guy that used to train at my gym years ago, is is in the main event. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. Go yeah, ahead. him and Michael Ship are going to square off. They've been talking you know, quite a bit of smack online, and that makes for a nice rivalry. Is it legit? Do they really not they like each other? They actually don't like each other. Yeah. I mean, at this... Look, this is a local Midwest grassroots show, right? So when okay. people... 
when people dislike each other, they're not trying to sell tickets. They actually dislike each other. It's not like Conor McGregor talking smack selling right. tickets. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So nobody, every school bus is safe. No one's going to throw a, a, a garbage can through anything. Well, this could be the Hatfields and McCoys. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know, the family members, oh, they're all there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't, don't they all have to sell their own tickets? Isn't that kind of, you got to get the more, more, more of your fans there, the better. Well, well yeah. You, you yeah. want to be the one with the most fans just in case a fight kicks off in the crowd, right? right. Yeah, you definitely want to sell the sizzle as well as the steak, but... Yeah, it's not just the caged aggression, but the uncaged stuff that happens on the way out. Right. You know, and that's the thing. It's Gus Johnson. You remember, you remember Gus Johnson doing MMA for Showtime Sports? Okay. And he was the one that was on CBS when the oh. Diaz brothers went after... Ooh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. at your house watching that. Yeah. And I'm going, oh my God! And Pat's so, going, this is not good. Man. So this that's is not good. When that fight broke out in the cage yeah. with, with that camp attacking, who, who'd they attack? Mayhem Miller. Mayhem Miller. And Gus Johnson says, sometimes these things happen in MMA. And from then yeah. on, he was out of the sport. He was gone forever because, they, really, I mean, fights don't, don't break. No, fights of, don't break off. It'll break out in the crowd. That was your comment. I'm sitting there going, yeah, yeah, get the camera on it. I was all into it. And sometimes these things happen in MMA. And Pat's going, oh, my God. And then his phone, we used it as a paint can shaker for the rest of the night. Because it was... <laughs> And we were just talking about the uh, Khabib Nagamedov after that Connor fight, where you know that kind of melee broke out. Right, it's not unprecedented, but it's not an often no you know, no occurrence. They definitely don't want it to be a common occurrence. Right. Uh, tomorrow night's weigh-ins at the River Center. Yes, sir. Saturday is the is the fight. Yes, sir. You can get tickets at uh, Ticketmaster. Uh, from the location down here at the River Center, uh, I don't even have the information right in front of me. But from the uh, athletes on the card, also, but okay, but uh, just go to Cage Aggression MMA, perfect, um, on Facebook or any of the social networking uh, platforms, and you can find that information. And out. tickets are still available, of course. Um, he he does generally sell quite well. He puts on great cards. My and we good, are streaming this. Has done a good job for. for we many are streaming years. this on pay per view as well, and that information uh, has been tightly withheld, and we will be announcing that tomorrow at the weigh-ins because they'll be streaming the weigh-ins live on uh, the Facebook Cage live and all that on their YouTube page as well. YouTube, yeah. You can go to Caged Aggression Events. Yes, sir. That'd be a good yep. website to go to Absolutely. for all that info. Doors yep. at five. Uh, first match six thirty. Six thirty, yes, sir. At the River Center on Saturday. So you guys will be you guys will be calling the fights for the for the pay per view event. Yes, right. sir. Um, and but you're not doing the ring announcing. No, there'll be you a ring announcer. A, you don't even own a suit, right? <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, I mean, don't you have to wear like a fancy suit? Well, let's put, let's put it this way. All right, the only reason I own suits and I own several is because I was sponsored by a clothing company. <laughs> Right, so David David August suits. Okay, all right. You know, for Showtime Sports, they, they got the sponsorship. Great, by the way, I got four beautiful suits out of that deal. You know, the the uh, gentlemen's cooperative in Chicago put together some very nice suits for me. You know, it's so. good those guys got on board because you're neither big or tall. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the. the uh, uh, you're just like the, the the kids in high school who would wear the tuxes around the week before prom or two weeks before prom. Yeah, like right. they would pick like the the popular kids in high school, and they would all wear that. Like uh, for me, and I, when ten dollars off at Genghis Formal Mayor. Mention my name. That's exactly what they did when I was when I was going to high school. Uh, a guy who ended up playing the NFL. His uh, his son actually plays for the Packers right now. Really, uh, Eric Kumro. Okay, and I went to high school together. Well, he was six six. And about uh, 220 pounds, looked great in a tuxedo. So the beginning of February, he starts wearing this tuxedo to school every day and handing out the cards. for. I think it was for Gingas. Yeah. This, this was in Illinois? This was in Illinois. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but that's, so that's anyway. So those I, were the those were the mob kids wearing the tuxedo. <laughs> listen, to school. you want to look good or don't you? Do the right thing. Here's the card. I'm there only asking go. about the ring announcer because Burrich asked me if you needed help, and so you know he said he'd he'd fly in if the money was right, and he would do all the ring announcing. You know what I miss about Dan. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, we, we should the... take a break right now. Good and night. When we come back, what Pat misses about Dan, but I think we should end right there for right. that. Yeah, let's let's take a break. Right. And, uh, we'll hear. Uh, it might be a rather short segment. We don't know what Pat Militich misses about Dan Burrich. He may say nothing also. Right. Uh, we got the voices of caged aggression in here, Pat Militich and Jeffrey Wilson. In that order, unfortunately. Uh, Sorry, order. Jeffrey. Yeah, I let him have it. I, I know. Until Sometimes you, change. you pick and choose your battles, my man. Exactly. Right. Caged aggression <laughs> this weekend at the uh, River Center. Now, tomorrow's weigh-in and the fight on Saturday. You could still get tickets. Um, best place to go would be probably cagedaggressionevents.com for all the ticket information. You can buy tickets at the door if you want to go. Um, and uh, you can get tickets at Low Pies too, right? Down, Absolutely, we have downtown. Some, well, we have some free tickets available that uh, the producer here will let people know how to get a hold of them, and that they do have tickets for sale down at Low Pies as well. Awesome, awesome, right. very cool. Uh, when we left you last, when we took before we took a break <laughs> in the action, uh, Pat Militich was going to tell everybody what he likes about Dan Burrich. We expect this to be a very <laughs> short list, but. Dwyer and I both guessed the same thing. We rang in uh, and said absolutely nothing. nothing. What is what is Dan doing now? Uh, Dan is... Uh, He's a, a dentist. He is a... No. Uh, <laughs> well, he uh, always kind of has been. I think he is a physical therapist. Yeah, he does PT. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One of the Carolinas. Yep. Finished up his uh, degree and then uh, moved out with his gal and his family, and they're uh, living the high life in, uh, in one of the Carolinas. Nice. So he's the one that gave me my ring name, the yeah. Croatian sensation. Did he really? Yep. Right. And that stemmed from, I asked him why he started calling me that, and he told me the story when my dad was a football coach at St. Ambrose. Uh, Burrich had come down from the Chicagoland area to go to school there, and he got knocked out on a play. Burrich, I believe, was a running back, a fullback. Yeah. He was, yeah. And he got he basically got, got his bell rung in three-a-days before the season. And back then, you know, in football, you put the athletic tape on the front of the helmet and write the guy's name in the marker, right. the last name. Sure. So my dad's standing over. He goes, all I know is I'm laying on my back, and your dad's standing over me. And your dad says, Burrich. And he looks up, yeah, coach. And he goes, are you Croatian? And he said, yes, coach. And he goes, then get your ass up. Croatians, <laughs> Croatians do not... Do not lay on the ground. Do not do not let people know when they're hurt. So get your ass up. So my dad called him the Croatian sensation. Oh, get out! And then he started calling me the Croatian sensation when he was the sportscaster on TV. And well, stuff. That's a great. Wow. That's a great line. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, and Burrage, he was a tough dude. Oh, I yeah, remember him. Absolutely. He would get in the tough man contests when that guy would come to town with the bear. He's like, I'll do it. Yeah. He, was in a, he was crazy. <laughs> yes. It was at uh, Boomer's, Boomer's Public House, Public House. Or, or Lee's. Gate that you'd get a couple of... So you remember when he got when he was the sportscaster and then got fired, right? Oh God! So it was the it was it was downtown Wait, which Bettendorf. Job? Which job? <laughs> it was the downtown uh, car dealership in Bettendorf, right? Okay. The, the guy down there basically was spending time with Dan's girlfriend, apparently. So at the time, Dan and I were training together for a boxing match, and so I hear on the news Dan Burrich shows up and, and beats up one of the one of the car salesmen down there, and so. I'm at I'm at boxing practice that night, and Mick Painter, who was a boxing coach, goes. I spend all this time teaching you how to punch, 
and you slap him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you don't even you don't even punch him. You slap him. Well, you don't want to waste it outside the ring. Well, and you he gotta, said he goes gotta... he goes Mick. I didn't want to actually really hurt him and get sued. I just wanted to let him know. You know. Well, he took that thing to heart about how your hands once you are uh, in into mixed martial arts or boxing or whatever. These are lethal weapons. That's you might right. as well shoot somebody. That's right. It's it's better you shoot them than to punch them because mm-hmm. they'll they'll send you away for right. that. Such and, a such a wives' tale on that. And what are the hand <laughs> registration numbers on you? Because yours are also registered with the federal zero government. zero one and zero zero two. Yes. Only two ever registered. <laughs> he was the first one. Right. <laughs> Uh, Dan was, uh, he is, we're, we're referring to him as was in the past tense like he's deceased, but he's not. He's in uh, the Carolinas doing quite he's, well. Yeah, he's only dead to us. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we'll call him, like, if we get ourselves uh, in a sports jam, which which happens every once in a while. We get out of our lane. Right. And, uh, hey, we got to ask you something about this blah, blah, blah. And, and he, it's like, he looks we should call like him. We should call him. He's busy working. Goose is is calling him right now. Okay. Goose telling you. We could. This Uh, is going to sound awful. It's going to be like, ah, 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 all the day, and then all of us talking over each other. You've heard him laugh like the count, right? Oh, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. (laughs) He had the best laugh ever. I I really want him to tell the tale of beating up the car sale. No. I don't think he can come back and tell that story. You can tell the story, but I think that statute of limitations isn't up on it. He's he's (laughs) going to beat us up for mentioning it to you, and he's going to make it seem. Now, it was a setup. On the on the outside chance we do get Dan on the phone, I want to make sure that I mention where the information is for caged aggression because once he, we start talking, he, we're going to completely forget about the fight. So <laughs> tomorrow night is way in at the River Center, and then uh, tickets you can get at the door. You can also go to cagedaggressionevents.com dot com to find out about the pay per view. Which we're kind of keeping on the down low for now, but yeah, for the first show tomorrow, yeah. and at the weigh-ins okay. too, we'll announce but it as well, which will be streamed live on their YouTube page. That's very cool to get. To do an event like this and pay-per-view it because now you're open to an audience way beyond just here in the Quad Cities, which is a great MMA crowd to begin with. They're smart and they understand the sport because it basically roots here through Pat. Mm -hmm. Um, But now you can appeal to... MMA fans globally. Globally, well, and we right. have a couple of shows that you know we have a global audience, so we're going to try to leverage that yeah. into uh, some mixed martial arts action. So, how does it get to this? Like, how does it get to the point? Like, I couldn't, Bill and I couldn't start a pay per view for our show. Well, first of all, nobody would. Really, it was just a, it. It was almost destined to happen. You know, uh, Kelly Jeffries from Dunright TV. We've got uh, oh, we know Kelly, know, Paul Martinez, who does all the camera work and and running everything behind the scenes for Caged Aggression. You know, then then we've got Justin Holstein, Jeffrey, and myself. And, you know, over a period of time, you know how it goes. A corporation buys another corporation, a network, whatever. Yeah, I've lost three broadcasting jobs because of buyouts and, and things like that. So this last time, Access TV got bought out by Anthem Sports. Yeah, Anthem went in and cleaned out the MMA, and we were the highest-rated show on Access TV. And then they just decided to put in some crappy wrestling. Right? And they didn't, some, like... They didn't call and tell you, right? They just oh, no. put, they, put a they Facebook up, post or was, something like that. Was, and said, there were suddenly 50 employees with 50 families. All looking for gone, work. Gone, gone. Wow. All done wow. all of a sudden. And I said, you know what? It dawned on me after licking my wounds for a third time. I said, you know what? I, I thought about you know the different moving parts of this whole thing. Kelly Jeffries, Justin, Paul Martinez, Jeffrey. And I went... We can do this ourselves. You have all of the components. We can do it ourselves. And, and you know, it's kind of a, a, a middle finger to the, to the big networks and saying, you know what, we can do this. We yeah. can do this on our own. Now, I am, 
I am currently uh, getting ready to sign a contract with another network, but it won't conflict with what we're doing. Which one? Which Tell us. Nice. It's the Ocho. <laughs> the Ocho? Yeah, he's doing all dodgeball. HGTV. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey next <laughs> network. I'm just going to keep guessing. Uh, 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 TNT. C- uh, CMT. <laughs> RFD TV? See, here's the difference. Here's what, Dwyer, why you and I haven't gone bigger. Pat doesn't have, he's got Kelly Martinez and, and who are all these other ones? He doesn't have any people. There's two names. All the people we surround ourselves with, Klinger, Goose, Tattoo, Meathead. That's the difference. They all have one name. <laughs> okay, I get it now. So we should surround ourselves, to make up for it, we should surround ourselves from here going forward with only serial killers who have three, three names. names. Yeah. And, we'll and if it's Wayne is your middle name? John Wayne Casey. <laughs> and we'll yeah. average it all out. We'll be big someday. That's awesome. Well, people will tread lightly around you. Yeah, that, that, never. <laughs> Not around here. Um, so uh, you were with Access TV. Uh, and now you have something. Is it? Could you tell us more about it, or is it still? A, is that a secret? What, yeah, I really can't say it. Okay. I, I, I just. I, okay. Unfortunately, I can't yet. Yeah. Is but, it sports related? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. But you know, we're also working on Tom Arnold, and I are also working on that yeah. that show with Justin, and and you know, it's 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 going to be. There's there. We've already got some interest from, from some different networks and stuff. So it's we're excited about it. How did okay? Explain to everybody how you and Tom Arnold developed this this friendship. Pat Militich is. I've known Pat. We've known Pat for a long time. And I'm reading this stuff. I'm watching on Twitter. I'm like, holy crap, dude! Are you going to beat the crap out of what is your problem? It's odd. It's, it's well, odd. that's the thing. We started, you know, barbing back and forth on politics. He leans pretty far left. I lean pretty far right. But but one thing that we did come to. A conclusion on was you know we're both Iowans we both care about the country yeah and it popped into my head I thought why don't we why couldn't we travel around the country and go to every event that would be divisive politically (laughs) and go and just turn it into a a, basically a road show a comedy road show and so Tom of all people who leans pretty far left mind you hates Antifa he wants to beat the hell out of everyone in Antifa he goes it gives us a bad name and I said, great, we'll go to Antifa. You and I will walk through there. I'll bring a bunch of fighters with us just to keep the people off of us. We'll find the organizer, and we'll make him sit down, and we're going to talk to him about, number one, who's paying you? Why is this going on? Why are you guys attacking people, burning cars, you know, all this other stuff? And Antifa is very, very far left. Well, they're basically, I mean, Antifa, when it started, was a communist organization, and it basically still is. They so. hide their faces and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a bit it's a bit, okay. it's a bit odd. So, bit so odd to Tom Arnold doesn't like them, even though... Though he's fairly liberal, you're fairly somewhat conservative. <coughs> love that, love that. And uh, so, one of your first get-togethers with Tom Arnold was out here in Des Moines, yeah, just a couple of weeks ago at the Funny Bone. Pat, Pat calls me, and goes, "Hey, man, you should come and 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 uh, go to this thing with me and Tom Arnold." I'm like, "Oh, I promised Zach and I uh, Friday night we were go- it's Father Son night." He's like, "This will be perfect. Bring him along." And I said, you know, I'll check with Zach, but a night of political discourse, I don't think that's right up there on his agenda of things to do. So, but we, we had other stuff planned. I was impressed planned. with Tom because Tom is very, Tom is very, um, you know, at times very flighty. You know, when, when you see him, when he films himself talking about a subject or whatever. But he's a pretty smart guy. He's very smart. He's very smart. I mean, when we watched him at the Funny Bone, he controlled the room. He was very, very on. And when the camera comes on, I tell you what, the guy knows how to turn on the switch, and he's well, he's he's it's, very articulate. It's what he does. It's yeah. I mean, it's you know he's he's got years and years and years of training, like anybody in a profession. And right. he always comes back to his Iowa roots, 
which sure. I think is pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, and he still, uh, does he still counsel uh, actors, celebrities who are struggling with addictions and things like that? Yeah, he does, he does that. He helps veterans groups a lot. He helps uh, children's groups a lot. So, you know, the guy, the guy does truly care about his fellow man. So that's Just his politics are all screwed oh, up. Oh, just destroyed. Yeah, right. just off the I charts. Will, I will say this. He doesn't do anything for child veterans. I know that. <laughs> And more veterinarians. And next time Nothing. I see him, he's going to hear about it. I, how does your wife live with you? <laughs> he lives with her. Yeah. Yeah. She has earphones in a lot. Uh, so, a lot. I was, so I was. are you guys taking that to the next level? Was that like a test run? Uh, well, that's basically footage for a civil sizzle reel, you know. Okay. And, and but but again, we've we've had some some people reaching out, basically. All right. So uh, I'm not alone in watching you and Tom spar on Twitter back and forth and think that it's. Like you guys are going to kill each other. Mm-hmm. There are people who think are people like me want, who think it's real. It originally started where he challenged me to a celebrity boxing match for charity, and I said, you know, I messaged him and I go, look, I won't kill you. I'll carry you. You know, I, I'll, <laughs> clearly, I, I, he I couldn't plan. make weight though, could he? <laughs> that was Dwyer, Tom. That was Dwyer. Well, that's that's part of the show. While we're on the road, he's going to get up with me at four in the morning. I'm going to torture him. We're going to get workouts in. Yeah, run eight thousand miles up in Colorado and all this nonsense. Make him eat right, all that good stuff. And he's going to have to go to a law enforcement or military training with me. We're going to go to a, you know, we're going to go to a Trump rally. He's going to wear a Got Tapes shirt, you know, instead of Got Milk, and and get attacked by some conservatives. I'll go to a a very liberal. uh, uh, We'll go to a. I don't know who's who's going to be left on the Democratic side. You know, running for president, but we'll go to one of their rallies. I'll have to fend off, you know, seven hundred people trying to kill me. You know? And Pat, you can say these kinds of things because you could back it up. You're not afraid of anybody. Me, if I pop off, I got you know what? You better watch it. You know who my friend is? It's Pat Militich. I'm like that little dog. Anything you say, Spike? Anything you say, That's right, isn't it, Spike? That's me, <laughs> right, Pat? Well, Pat and I are friends. We go on vacation together. He likes to fish. Me too. I'm not quite as young as I used to be, so, you know, look, there are people out there, obviously, that can whip me up. So, you know, I have to be a little smarter, a little smarter about things. Yeah. Well, uh, Saturday at, at the River mm-hmm. Center, Cage Digression 26 battle tested. Tickets are still available. Uh, you, can get, you can get them when you go. Yeah, uh, or go down to Low Pies, get get yourself a... I tell you what, that's the best pizza I've had in the Quad Cities ever. I, yeah, I just got in town from St. Louis yesterday, and I was wondering what all the hype was about, and it is definitely warranted. Are they that's one of your sponsors? Yeah. yeah. They, they don't sponsor me. Okay. They don't sponsor me. I mean... They should get on board, though. We paid for dinner last night, because we're supporting local business, of course. But you those did. guys make some legit food, man. It's it a, is it's really a mean good. Pie. It is a mean uh, pie. That's not how Dwyer does it. You didn't go... You know who I am, and they're like, right away, sir. This this one's on the arm. And then the next, and then the next thing is one of the Lopez brothers says, "Hey, uh, your hair's in your pizza." <laughs> I'll say it's not mine. It's uh, pulling it out like fourteen, fifteen inches. No, this is one of yours. He's, he's like this with a, with one one hair with a pepperoni on the end of it. Put it in his like mouth. a yo yo. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're chatting with Pat Militich uh, and Jeffrey Wilson, who are going to be calling the fights this weekend. Uh, Jeffrey just came up from St. Louis. I'm not as familiar with your work uh, calling bouts, uh, but I I have followed Pat's career from being in the ring to being outside of it. And I got to tell you, Pat's a great announcer, uh, a great <clears throat> commentator. You know the fighting very well, but it's hard to learn a whole new. Uh, a whole new side of the of the gig, which you've studied and became great doing it. What I I had a question though for you, and I sure. want to know: Was it hard to learn because of what you know in the ring to be able to communicate it to people 
outside the ring? I think it was very easy, actually, a very easy transition, simply because I had been coaching for so long that I had to, during fights and during practice, spit out information quickly to the fighter so that they can compute it in a simple way and get it done yep. while they're in the middle of a, a, a crazy scramble or a, you know a, a very fast-paced fight. So it's easy for me to shorten things up. And less is more. I mean, for the people at home. No, not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> not on this show. That won't get you to 10 o'clock, fella. <laughs> while they're busy rocking, we're yakking. <laughs> But no, you're right. You, you're, and so that's the thing is nothing. Nothing's worse than watching a sporting event and somebody just rambling and rambling and rambling. I don't. I you know. I I'll turn that off. I'll just turn it off. But so it's it comes down to, you know, he's the play by play guy. He has to be the guy that screams huge right hand by Smith, and then I have to explain why it happened, yeah. how it happened, yeah. so that people at home the nuts start and bolts. To, so that they learn what the hell's going on. Right. You know, I have to be able to say, and by the way, there's an arm bar coming in ten seconds, and it happens. You know, so that people go, okay, he knows what he's talking about. Well, so. and they're looking, they know what to look for, if, especially if they're not right. well-versed. You know, if all they do is, is watch and they're just, it's better to watch with somebody. Well, like any sport, it's better to watch with somebody who knows the sport, right. but knows not to talk the whole time. Yeah, and, you know, there's two things that, that make not only new fans, but fans for life. And that is them, the fans becoming invested in the personal lives of the athletes that they're watching. For sure. And, and relating to the struggles of life in general. And then also the color commentator teaching people what's actually going on. Like, sure. Know, a great NFL color commentator is going to explain a defense to me and how they did something so well or where it failed and why it failed and then be able to draw it mm-hmm. out for you on a replay. Do you want to hear the difference? <clears throat> if you want to spot really good. Uh, color commentators. Here we go. Something's coming here. No, no. Listen, <laughs> listen to uh, uh, Gary Dolphin and Eddie Podolak. How they do yeah. that, and then listen to the Bears radio broadcast. Uh, what was the guy's name who he, we used to make fun of? Was it Mark Bortz? Who Tom, just Tom Thayer? Maybe it was. Yeah. It was one of the two of them. Uh, the play-by-play guy would do a great job, and the, the color commentator. Oh! <laughs> if you're saying, did you see that on, on a radio, radio broadcast, <laughs> you are not good. <laughs> oh, my God, you should have seen that, you jerk. I'm at work. I can't see it. That's your job. But uh, when when uh, when you made the transition, and we get this asked this question a lot, was it hard for you to clean up your language at all? It. It really it wasn't because I had taught children for so many years, so it was easy not to cuss teaching children. I right. was just programmed that way, right? Same question. When you're teaching children, do you- <laughs> <laughs> I got I got I did I did get in trouble twice on air at Access during the 2016 election. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Trump are running against each other, and uh, one of the female fighters weighed in, obviously into. She had she couldn't even walk. Her coaches basically had to drag her to the scale, put her on the scale, then drag her away from the scale. Her feet were almost dragging. Right, she could barely oh, walk. Oh, just like she that was, one picture of her being of Hillary getting put in the limo. Yeah. So, so okay. here's so here's here's where it, where it went. And she had already on air. You know, Hillary had already taken a couple couple stumbles. Right. Yeah. So 
Michael Chiavello and I at the time were broadcast partners, and, and we're watching her fight, and she's looking amazing. She's winning the fight, doing great, and Michael Chiavello in his Australian accent goes, Patsy's looking so much better than she did yesterday. It's amazing. And I go, yeah, because yesterday she was doing the Clinton shuffle. <laughs> and you got called out? Oh, right away um. in my ear, my, my producer goes, Pat, knock that <laughs> Well, because uh, one of the Cuomos is involved at that point, right? Uh, you know, I don't, the Cuomo's tried to get involved in everything, but, you know, that was, and then the other one was, a guy kept up giving, giving up the position called the mount in a fight, and it was a back and forth battle, and he would get out of the mount, and he ended up actually winning the fight and winning the title in the LFA organization, but I was becoming very frustrated by him just seemingly willingly giving up this very important position to his opponent, and I was just shaking my head every time it happened, and finally Ron Kruk goes, Patty goes, you're shaking your head. What's bothering you? And I, I tried to stop myself, but I couldn't say it. And I said, he's, and I used to say it to fighters in practice and chew their butt about it. And I said, he's, he's basically giving up the mount like a hooker on rent day. And, Pat, uh, Pat, you can't say that either. <laughs> so that, that got me in a little bit of trouble. But that's, a, that's fairly tame by comparison. You, they, they want you to say things like that. They want you to have analogies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, but I got a, I got a message from the, a text message from the CEO. Uh, not long after that one, and, and so that was, you know, tone it down a little bit, Pat. Let's let's wow. take your foot off the gas pedal. All right, a paid escort. Is that would that make right. you happy instead of a hooker? Jeez. A high right. dollar date. Uh, <laughs> okay. High dollar date. A lady of the night. A lady yeah. of the night. All right, um, we have tickets to give away. Yeah, we do. All right, it's, I think these tickets are actually from our friends at Low Pies, are they not? Yes. Are these the tickets we're giving away? Yes, sir. Just want to make sure. Um, so they're not free. They were purchased by Lopez, and now oh. they're giving them to us to Are give away. Are people calling in? Is that what's going on? That they're going to, unless you want to fight somebody on the street or I something. I think that's, yeah, no. Okay, All right. Me either. 888 We'll take caller 10. It's Caged Aggression 26 Battle Tested at the River Center this Saturday night. Doors at 5. Uh, it all gets underway at 6.30. How many uh, uh, fights on the card? Well, we'll do nine on pay-per-view, but there are 13 overall. Okay. Yeah, I went to the website, and there's like 5,000 fighters pictured. I, I'm, I'm sure the card will change, but I mean, it, I just kept go. I kept scrolling and scrolling yeah. and scrolling, and the fighters just getting. Some of them I recognize from Quad City uh, previous MMA. No, there's action. some real talented yeah. kids on there, you know, and and you know, a kid for people relating to a kid's story. Lee Colvin, who's fighting for one of the titles, the amateur titles, he just lost his mother, you know, a few weeks ago. So you know, that's anybody can relate to that, you know, who's who has gone through hardship in life. So he's he's highly motivated. I'm sure he's going to be dedicating this fight to his mother, and hmm. uh, you know he's a, he's a he's a real good kid. And so we're we're excited for that match. I think that puts so much extra pressure on yourself, though. It I can, mean, it I, can. I suppose you have to, but if you're if you if you're trained, it's different. I, me, well, I'm Buster too Douglas. Emotional. Buster Douglas just lost his mother right before he fought Tyson when he knocked him out. Right, right. So it can be take it out in the ring. Yeah, okay. yeah. Are you going to be nervous being in front of a hometown crowd? No, I'm excited. I'm excited because you know things. For me to be able to do grassroots, this is what I love. I mean, I started out, you know, with Monty putting a cage in the back of an old U-Haul truck and driving it to somewhere in Wisconsin or wherever we were going, setting the cage up, fighting my opponent, tearing the cage down, and driving back home. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's, that's the way we used to do things. And now so, you go, I'm the talent, man. I don't handle that. Right. <laughs> You got I some have. bitch coming in here to set that up. <laughs> hey, I don't have enough in my headphones. Hey, do you know where's my friend? Water? I'm friends with Tom freaking Arnold. <laughs> ah, it's different, isn't it? <laughs> I, I've been known to help put the cage together, though, still. I don't care. You know, I, I have fun with it. Uh, Patty Bundy 
You got a lady couple. She's uh, from Milan. Is that right? <coughs> uh, she's caller 10, picks up those tickets. Related to Ted? Nice. Uh, 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 Bud Bundy. An L. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh. talking, about, talking about setting up the cage, uh, me and Justin went down to check the venue out as they were setting the cage up, and I was like, I wanted to link up with Mr. Goodwin, Mike Goodwin, the promoter, and I was like, man, he's not going to be there. He's got a crew setting up the cage. It was him him and the crew setting up the cage. So He's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, not, he's a hard-working guy. If you want it done right, those are, yeah. the things, those are the small things that make a big difference to the fans' experience, to the fighters' experience. I mean, everything. All the details and the attention that you give them is the difference between a great event or an event that anybody could play. Yeah, Mike's personally invested. He doesn't, yep. you know, he's he's into it. He, he busts his tail. Got to get your hands dirty. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, it's a pleasure to see you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming in. Nice to meet you, Jeffrey. Likewise, gentlemen. Good luck. I'm sorry about being second on. I can relate, though. (laughs) Having second name on the business cards and the partnership. I'm just stoked to be there, brother. No, that's bullcrap. If you don't speak now, Uh I'm I'm from 30 years in the future, my man. Do it now before it's too late. All right. Pat Militich. Uh, getting ready for the cage digression battle tested at the River Center this weekend on Saturday. Tickets are still available. Jeffrey Wilson uh, doing the commentating. It'll be on pay-per-view. Where are you going to announce all of those details? At weigh-ins tomorrow, at- live on their YouTube channel, Cage Digression YouTube channel and their Facebook page. Cage Digression right. MMA. Sweet. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Good seeing you. Coming in. Weekend. Thank you.